You are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. Well, I'm going to be speaking from uh, Joshua today. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 to 9. And uh, it's amazing. Two weeks ago, Pastor Lance spoke on courage. And I was there thinking, wow. Pastor Lance uh, usually uh, lays out the... uh, the schedule for preaching, and the next message that I had to preach was on courage. And so, uh, I guess someone must have not gotten it two weeks ago. So the Lord says, okay, he, he knows everything, so he knows that we, we still need some more about courage. So, here we go. From Joshua chapter 1. Beginning at verse 1, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise and go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses... From the wilderness of this Lebanon, as far as the great river the Euphrates, all to the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Father, we just ask your blessing upon your word today. Open our ears to hear and our eyes to see what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church. In Jesus' name, amen. One thing that happens when you, as you get older is your nose starts to run. It's very annoying, but it's very true. <laughs> Okay, today we're talking about courage. Sometimes what is perceived as courage is a do-or-die situation. 
came across this story of an owner of a multi-billion dollar business. He was a member of Forbes 400, and he was throwing a party. He takes his executives out on a tour of his mansion. In the back of the property was a great swimming pool, largest that most of those guys had ever seen. The huge pool, however, has a large crocodile, alligator rather, making his home there. The man stops at the pool and addresses his guests. Now the alligator is old and toothless. He's actually a pet and uh, came from a, a circus that no longer needed him. And so the guy says, I think an executive should be measured by courage. Courage is what made me what I am today. So this is my challenge to each of you. If any of you have courage enough to dive into the pool and swim to the other side, I will give that person $1 million and I'll give you a 20% raise in pay. Everyone laughed at the outrageous offer and proceeded to follow him on the tour around the estate. All of a sudden, they hear a loud splash, and everyone turns around to see the, the chief financial officer in the pool, swimming across for his life. The alligator was close behind him. He makes it to the edge of the pool, and with seconds to spare, he pulls himself out just as the huge alligator snaps at his feet. The fiberglassed host approaches the CFO and says, You're amazing. I've never seen anything like this in my life. You're brave beyond measure, and I will honor my promise to you. You'll get a million dollars, and you'll get a 20% raise. The CFO, panting for breath, looks up and says, I just want one thing, sir. Show me the man who pushed me in the pool. <laughs> Moses had died, and Joshua was now in charge. And God, in no uncertain terms, said to him, it's time to go forward. You've been walking around this wilderness for 40 years. Now it's time to go across Jordan. Take all of these people and go forward with the promise that I have made you. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. Do not... Be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What an awesome promise. You know, we are also being asked to go forward. God don't want us to go around in circles. God don't want us to camp in Coal Lake Community Church building. And just say, man, we've got it made. All of the finances are being taken care of. We've got a good crowd of people. Let's relax. You know, God has 
promised that He will not fail us or forsake us. Forty years earlier, Joshua and Caleb courageously stood against ten of their peers and declared God's promise. And they said with one accord, those two, we are able to go up and take the country. We're able to conquer the land. The evil report was that the land was full of giants. They had walled cities. And they said, we're like grasshoppers in their eyes. We could never do it. But Joshua and his friend Caleb said, yes, we can. The reason we know that we can is that God has promised us. I declare that God's promises are true. And they're for every generation. We can, with God's help, be strong and courageous for Christ. We can make a difference in our community, in our own families. We can make a difference in the world. We need to be able to accept change in our lives. We need to let go of the past and be willing to move forward. Doesn't matter if you're eight or if you're 80. There's still room for change. There's still room for stretching in our lives. We need to start fresh and and take a new step or a giant step when God calls for it. God was saying, in in effect, turn the page of your life, Joshua. Get ready for a new chapter, some new beginnings. Moses, my servant, is dead. It's time for you to move on. Things change. We all know the familiar verse in Ecclesiastes. For everything, there is a season. But when the season changes, do we resist it or do we move forward? came across this quote by Edmund Burke. It says, the past should be a springboard, not a hammock. It's no time for sleeping. It's time to get up and go. Summer is fast going by. Before we know it, We'll go out of church some Sunday morning and there'll be some little white flakes coming down. Enjoy your summer. Go to the beach. Do lots of camping. Do what you like to do. But determine in your heart, come this fall, we're going to have an awesome time at Coal Lake Community Church. We're going to give it all we've got. We're going to go all out for the Lord. It's time to move on. He's saying that we shouldn't live in the past 
We can use the lessons of the past, things that we learned in the past to move forward. It's what helps us turn the page. But people who live in the past don't go anywhere. You just reminisce about the good old days, not realizing that they're all gone. And you've got to make some good new days. We should ask ourselves some important questions. What page in my life needs to be turned? What part of the past am I hanging on to that hinders my present? Have you been hurt? Have you been hurt by the church? Have some Christian that you really looked up to let you down? Well, my advice to you is get over it. God hasn't let you down. He's not about to let you down. In what ways do I allow yesterday to hold me back? The conquest of the promised land required faith-driven courage. And so to do the challenges we face in everyday life. Our faith is based upon the truth of God's Word. We don't base it upon hearsay. We base our faith upon what God's Word says. And we go from there. This was foundational for Joshua's faith and courage. In Joshua 1, 5 and 6, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. This is God saying this. God is, is saying to Joshua... This is my promise to you. If you will step out, I will walk beside you. I will guide you. I will help you. Can we actually apply what God promised Joshua to our lives today? That's the question. Yes, we can. How do I know? The New New Testament writers did. And they were speaking to us. In Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6, says, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Now this was spoken to Joshua probably a thousand years before that. But now... It has been spoken to New Testament scriptures. He himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. Amen? We can be full of courage. We can know that God is with us. And if God is with us, who can be against us? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what people say. In Acts chapter 4, 
verses 12 to 13. Peter says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That's the courage that Peter had. Before empowered by the Holy Spirit, he couldn't do this. He couldn't say this. But now this is just after the crucifixion, after Jesus had gone back into heaven, and he's telling the same religious leaders that had Jesus crucified, there is no other name. Jesus is the only name. Jesus is the only way whereby you must be saved. And now, the people notice something different. When they saw the boldness or the courage of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men or ordinary men, they marveled. They were astonished. They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. You know something? When you spend time with the Lord, when you spend time in his word, you will speak words of faith and words of courage. You will be courageous. You will be able to stand in the face of opposition and declare the truth. And People want to hear the truth. You ever watch the news and see somebody being interviewed, especially a politician, and a question is asked them, and they'll talk for about three or four minutes, and they'll give you everything but the answer to the question that was asked. Well, our Lord has given us courage to speak the truth in love. We don't speak the truth in condemning, but we speak it in love. Because if somebody is going the wrong way, God has a right way. If somebody is being hampered and held down by drugs or alcohol or some addiction, God is able to deliver that person. We place our faith in God who has promised. You remember the story of Paul? He's out in the Mediterranean. There's a big storm on. They're in a sailboat. There are no motors in that day. And finally, they have thrown everything overboard to lighten the ship as much as they can. And Paul stands up, encouraged. Now, he's a prisoner on that ship. And in Acts chapter 27, verses 23 to 25, we hear him say, For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. 
This is what the angel said, fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar. And lo, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. Therefore, sirs, be of good cheer or good courage. For I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. For Paul, when God said it, he believed it and that settled it. And that's the way it should be for you and I. It doesn't matter what other people say. They may be known as the greatest theologians that ever walked. They may have written hundreds of books. They may have spoken to millions of people. But if it's different from what God says, it's a lie. And if the devil can get you to believe a lie, he can render you non-effective in the kingdom of God. Don't believe the lie. Believe the truth. Paul said, I believe God just as it was told me. In Ephesians chapter 6, Paul writes, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's where we get our strength from. It's from him. God's exhortation to Joshua as he was about to lead Israel over the Jordan to claim the promised land, be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. John Maxwell says, A man of courage is also full of faith. Productive faith must be based upon truth, the truth of God's word. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Again, God told them, wherever you tread, wherever the soles of your foot touch, I'm going to give it to you. What more do we need? God is for us. Who can be against us? Faith-driven courage drives away the fear of man. It dispels the fear of man. Our faith, our courage, our trust is in the Lord. It's enhanced as we walk in faith and obedience to God's word. Joshua 1 and 7, only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. All the law. We don't pick and choose God's word. We don't just choose our favorite verses, our favorite passages, and leave the rest. God's command to Joshua was to do according to all 
the law. All of the then known scripture he was to adhere to. He said, don't turn to it from it to the right or the left that you may prosper wherever you go. That you may be successful wherever you go, whatever you put your hand to. God's people should be the most successful people in every area of their lives. Physically, mentally, spiritually, materially. Every area of our lives. God has already set out the manual. Our biggest problem is we don't follow it. I know I've got a terrible habit of I look at something and I, I quickly glance over the instructions and then I figure I've got it. And I perceive to do with my own understanding but it's not long before I realize I've got to go back and I've got to take some time and I've got to read those instructions. And that's the way it is with God's Word. You may have read through the Bible a number of times. And you feel you've got it all down, but you don't. You need a fresh taste of God's Word. You know what we say? The Word of God is food for your soul. Just like the stuff you buy at Sobeys or no frills is food for your body. Joshua 1, 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. With such promises, Joshua could begin his mission with courage. We can take courage in the Lord. We can face all physical, material, and spiritual opposition that is thrown at us. Because our God is greater than all of our problems. David boldly addressed King Saul concerning the giant and declared in 1 Samuel 17, 37, Someone want to go and uh, let uh, Pastor Cynthia know that I'm just about finished? This brings a sigh of relief to Effie and probably many more in the congregation. <laughs> David addresses King Saul. Nobody wants to fight the giant. This young teenager comes up and he says, I will. After trying on Saul's armor and deciding that that wasn't for him, he says, the Lord has delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. 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 <laughs> that too, I guess. He will deliver me 
out of the hand of this Philistine. What has God done for you in the past? What makes you think he can't do even more for you now? Our God is an awesome God. He is able to deliver you from whatever keeps you down. Then there's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Three Hebrew children. Their response to the king. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. He will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your God, nor will we worship the golden image which you have set up. We are resolved that we serve God only. And he's able, we know that he's able to deliver us. But I like this part. But, if not, if God chooses, has something else chosen for, for us, we gladly accept that. We submit to his will. But that has no bearing on the fact that we will never bow to that image. We serve God. As I conclude today, it's never too late to make changes in your life. Don't let your past dictate your future. At 80, Joshua was ready to lead his people to victory. And then we read on a little later and we see his friend Caleb. He said that we are able, along with Joshua, And he says, Caleb says, I want that mouth. I'm just as strong now and just as energetic as when we were ready to go across Jordan 40 years ago. I'm 80 years old now, and I want that mountain. It's never too late, folks. Paul's instruction to us as Christians is this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord's mighty power. Don't be afraid. Our God is able to deliver us. There's an old hymn we used to sing a long time ago. I don't know about tomorrow. I don't seem to understand. 
But I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my hand. Amen? You bow with me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we sense that you're about to do something. We sense, Lord, that it's time to move forward. You've placed vision and dreams within the hearts of your people and the leadership of this assembly. And we know it's not your plan to just keep going around in circles. Lord, our hope is in you. Our trust is in you. Lord, I pray for every person in this room right now is going through a difficult time. Lord, who maybe in some cases are saying, it's deja vu, it's the same thing all over again. How many times do I have to go around this hill? Help us, Lord, all to be strong today, to be courageous today, to say, I'm not going to sit by and watch opportunity after opportunity pass me by. Today I'm going to take courage. I'm going to stand for what I believe. I'm going to live for Jesus. And I'm going to serve him with all my heart. Bless us, Lord, as we endeavor to do this. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Holy Community Church, a place where families come together.